Welcome to the world of Vala, an actual play tabletop podcast. Truth will come to sight. Murder cannot be hid long. William Shakespeare. We return to our investigators in the cellar turned morgue. What would you like to do next? Honestly, I think this would... We've learned a lot from the cellar. I think all we can right now. I think it would be a good time to return to a neutral area like the main hall or something. Or even outside. And just kind of regroup. Okay, just go somewhere where you can kind of take a minute and mm-hmm. collect your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Okay, that sounds good. As, as we're moving, Atticus wants everyone to know that he'd prefer to be outside. Mostly because... He leans in close to, to both of you. You can't trust the walls here. Don't we know it, buddy? Uh, so as the three of you begin moving to leave the cellar, the guard who'd been down there with you will, will take a minute. Hang on, where, uh, where are we going? We're going to see my horse, buddy. I think, I, I don't know if I mentioned him to you before, but uh, he's outside just kind of investigating the perimeter. We thought we'd check back in. Okay, you guys are going outside. Yes. Uh, that's fine. I'll, uh, I'll take you out that way. And the guard will begin to lead you towards the front entrance. Nice. Uh, and you guys get there with no issue, passing by the foyer, uh, seeing Thomas uh, just uh, kind of wiping down some of the surfaces in there with the rag uh, on your way out. We wave to Thomas. Uh, he'll, he'll give you a little uh, wave as well yes. as he sees you go by. And as the guard escorts you to the front doors, he will stay inside and allow the three of you to just exit uh, unescorted. Guy does a two-finger whistle to let Buddy know that they're coming. Yeah, we'll just add it in post. Go ahead and give me a performance check. On the whistling? On the whistling, yeah. It's a, it's a tough whistle. Um, I got a 20... Oh my god. 21. A 21? Okay. With a 21, uh, your whistle is loud and clear. Uh, it can be heard all across the mansion. Uh, and after a short beat, uh, the galloping of hooves can be heard uh, as Buddy approaches you. And I... That's impressive. Uh, guy, like, is like, Buddy! Uh, and, and hugs his horse upon seeing him again. Yeah, Buddy will, will kind of rear his up a little companion. bit and, and give a loud neigh. Uh, happy to be reunited with you. Yes. Uh, well, uh, we're still just outside the mansion, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys are, you're, you're not like right outside the doors, but you're, you're close by. I'd say probably like 15, 20 feet from the main entrance. Mm-hmm. Atticus looks around a bit. Um, Atticus wants to see if there's any guards outside. Sure. Uh, go ahead, give me a perception check. That is a... 18. 18. Uh, you can see clearly that there's a good amount of guards outside the grounds uh, of the house. There's some that uh, you can see even in the distance uh, that you wouldn't have necessarily seen at first. 
mm. passing by some foliage and uh, basically just generally doing rounds around uh, the house. But there mm. aren't any particularly close to you. The closest is probably about thirty feet away. Okay, if I were to go, if we were gonna, if we were, if we were to go to Antonio's window, mm-hmm. um, can I tell there's a lot of guards over there, or do I still have to like walk around? Uh, you can't see Antonio's window from where you are. Okay. So to give you an example, uh, from the front of the house, uh, Antonio was on the first floor, mm-hmm. and uh, when you're in the house with the front doors behind you, it's to your left, and it's down the halls away. Uh, so you need to essentially, to get over the window you saw, go around the left corner of the house mm-hmm. and down a little bit. Um, so you can't tell if there's a bunch of guards by the window, but you would have to pass by guards to get there. Okay. Question. Because this entire time we've been on the inside, Buddy and I have, as you know, split up to team up to investigate. And he's been checking out the outside. Will mm. we be able to just kind of ask Buddy for either if there are guards around the window or for a place that there's not as many guards? Um, would since we're hey, since while we've been investigating inside, uh, my companion buddy has been investigating the outside would we be able to ask him if there are guards around the window of antonio's room or just like a area where there are less guards in general sure uh good roll me an investigation check on behalf of buddy uh and we'll see what he's been able to see in your absence all right we got We have a four. I rolled a 14. <laughs> mm. It's a 12. A 12. Okay. Yeah. So. We have a minus two intelligence. Uh, <laughs> we I... really get by on his strength of charisma, yeah. which is also minus two. <laughs> <laughs> After thinking for a moment, Buddy is going to show you an image of uh, two guards standing over him, kind mm-hmm. of blocking his path between where he is and Antonio's window. Uh, But you can see in the background of what he's showing you Mm -hmm. that there are guards kind of nearby, but they're not directly there. So the guards are close to the window, but they're not directly on it. All right. Um, Guy goes ahead and says this to his companions. Mm -hmm. Uh, Buddy was out here investigating. He says... They wouldn't let him go too far, but there are guards nearby Antonio's window. So, if you want to talk solo, like, we'd have to go somewhere else. And then maybe double back. I don't want to get too far away from the mansion to make it seem like we are being derelict with our duties. I would like to keep the appearance that we're constantly in the know of what's going on. Because if we control our own appearance, we kind of control the way everyone in the house reacts to us. Yeah, sure. Uh, yes, you, might n- you must not let the audience see your mask falter as an actor! 
Yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> uh, Atticus is just like Atticus has the face of like okay, well, that like that's not about anything I just said, but whatever. <laughs> well, uh, Art, do any of you have the ability to whisper? Sure. I don't see why not. Yeah, I can whisper. What if we make a temporary bond and then we all can... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Communicate telepathically. Do you want to bond? I mean, I'm... Sorry, I'm... And so he... Yeah. Atticus starts walking towards a place that seems to have the least amount of, like, uh, guard focus. Mm-hmm. Sure. For, from the perception rule, uh, you perception check you rolled earlier, you can tell there's an area that's even still a little bit further away from the usual patrol um, that's still relatively close to the mansion uh, where you can wait and the guards won't uh, pass by you quite as much. Okay. So here, uh, you wouldn't even really need to lower your voices all that much. You can tell you can speak pretty freely and you won't be overheard. There's nice covering of foliage to sort of dampen the sound from spreading out. Nice. So I realized as I was walking over here that we haven't had the proper opportunity to introduce ourselves to each other. We've kind of been thrust into this investigation headfirst. I am Atticus Bottos. And he just stops there. Oh, are you going to have like a fun fact about yourself? Or to kind of build more camaraderie? No? Okay. Um, I'll... He, just, he just looks at you and just like... <laughs> Hi, I'm Karma Camacho. I'm the medical examiner. Um, my favorite color is black. Oh, why's that? It's a nice, I feel it's very flattering. It keeps me in shape, you know. Makes me look curvy, you know. Oh, well, that's nice. Atticus, what's your favorite color? Oh man, starting out on a good start. Doesn't matter. Well, I guess not if you say it's not. Hey, I'm Guy. Um, this is my best friend, Buddy. We often detective together. We help each other out on investigations. We've been traveling together a long time, and he kind of pats Buddy's neck. He says he's pleased to meet you, and I am as well. It's been nice working together with y'all, all being on the same page and whatnot. Nice. Uh, sorry. Karma's just kind of cringing because this is a really awkward interaction. Uh, while you take a moment, Karma, Buddy will step forward a little bit and kind of just sort of uh, lift up his hoof for a moment and then just place it back down in front of you and kind of bow his head. I'm gonna, can I also, like... I don't... I'm gonna, I'm gonna give Buddy a... Another a nod in appreciation. It's like, thanks. Ditto, sir horse. <laughs> thanks, buddy. <laughs> I appreciate you. Uh, buddy will uh, kind of whir and shake his head a little bit and then do the same in front of Atticus. Yeah. Atticus mm-hmm. takes out his flask and he tilts it up to Buddy. Um, you guys have both earned points with Guy for being receptive <laughs> to his best friend. So, and in, in regards to the investigation, 
I'm not sure how to move forward because as a medical examiner, I examine the, the medicals. So. <laughs> so I did my job. <laughs> I'm so done. Interrogator, how so are we doing? I'm going to head home. Send me my money when you figure it out. Goodbye. So this is how he died. So it seems very mechanical. So maybe like a robot. The family obviously doesn't know. Or, sorry. I was going to say the family either doesn't know or they're hiding something. It's like, well, duh. <laughs> Why'd you hire me? Those are kind of the options. Yeah. Uh, I, what I meant to say was, <clears throat> the family is obviously hiding something. Mm-hmm. The, I assume Karma is a licensed medical practitioner. Yes. So um, Even if a, she's not, she's doing pretty good. A licensed medical practitioner wouldn't make the mistake of telling the time of death wrong. Mm-hmm. Actually, um... Um, I, um actually... I, I want to roll a first, uh, an investigation to see if um, I can see from her face that she... Sure, yeah. Uh, instead of investigation, Derek, you are uh, playing an interrogator. You're someone right. Someone who is skilled in examining the expressions of others. Uh, so go ahead and roll me an insight check uh, to take over, uh, take a look at... Karma. Uh, Karma, while he's doing an insight, do you one. want to... A, a, a nat one. Okay. Uh, while uh, he you, he's doing this, you can see him kind of staring a bit uh, more intently at you. Do you just want to have a, a your regular face? Do you want to try and put something on? So I'm going to uh, have a dramatic pose. Dramatic pose? Okay. Uh, what, what, what are you trying to convey in this dramatic pose? Um, elegance and regalness. So she's going to put her hand regalness. up like a flourish. <laughs> okay. Pose uh, in the sunlight. Go ahead and give me a performance check. A performance check. Okay. Yeah. My performance is in high. So, uh, <laughs> so let's see. Well, I mean, this guy rolled a nat one, so. You're right. Sorry, I moved my dice at the last second. <laughs> I, 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 I moved it. I'm like, okay, I can't see. It's 16. It's 18. 18? Okay. So you uh, are striking a pose, mm-hmm. uh, at, you know, uh, a hand on your hip, one hand sort of raising to the sky in a way that you're trying to come across as natural mm-hmm. uh, to convey regalness and elegance. Mm-hmm. And Atticus, as you're staring over Karma and taking in the information uh, that you've learned about her from the investigation, uh, you're getting the impression that you, uh, she does not seem like a standard medical examiner. Uh, she is not really portraying that or that kind of uh, position. You feel like you don't know if you trust her abilities or not. Uh, and seeing you know her reaction here and her posing, uh, you you have a sensation that you don't know if she can be trusted, and that you might want to try and verify this for yourself. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not just a medical examiner. <laughs> I'm a performer. <laughs> that 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 was clear. <laughs> You got one thing. You think she's actually pretty good at it. <laughs> and Atticus, as Atticus finishes studying karma, he, he goes, interesting. And he looks to Guy. What do you have? Uh, well, we... Just the normal traveling stuff. Uh, but Buddy normally carries down the pack. He's good like that. But we... I got my bag, too. Um, other than that, we, we travel pretty late. We, we go a lot of places. Kind of foolish. Pack heavy. Even though I do like the odd souvenir or so. We do a lot of work for a lot of people. Nice to remember them by. Is there a tree <laughs> around? And Buddy, sorry, uh, as as uh, guys finishes that up, Buddy will kind of 
uh, you know, make a bit of a noise and kind of encouragement of like, yep, she said it all. He said it all. Yep, he said it all. Either is fine. I'm guy daughter son. <laughs> I'm just a regular guy. Oh, who look at that guy? <laughs> um, Atticus, seeing the team that he's working with, he uh, turns to look at the estate, like very clearly, mm-hmm. and then he takes another swig from his <laughs> flask. How is he not empty? You're just drinking. <laughs> He's taking um, a very controlled sips. I got it's this quite from the god flask. of revelry. <laughs> what do you think? I have a never-ending flask. Uh, I just, I, one thing I love about this encounter, I think it, I think you guys are playing these characters so wonderfully in that while Atticus is taking a moment to try and sum you up and, and check your skills, uh, instead of trying to convey like your intelligence or your experience or anything like both of you have just been immediately sort of like we're wild and quirky characters who knows like you're very like you you are skilled investigators but like you are almost actively portraying the opposite as he's getting a beat on you can you trust me i find that so fascinating that I think it really fits the character of Karma well in that she wants to come across as an actor and I love that that's what her her goal is but while Atticus was trying to seize her up she was sort of like I want to seem noble and he's just thinking like how smart is she? Like, how good at her job is she? And you're just like, I don't, I don't give a crap about the job. Like, that's not what I, that, I don't that's want people to see I'm me as that. For. Like, I don't want people to see me as a medical examiner. And it's like, all right. I want them to see me for I really am. Well, he really doesn't. Dad, I want to date. <laughs> so Atticus looks longingly towards the estate and takes a, a deep drink from his flask, preparing for the task ahead of him. What do you got? What? <laughs> Stuff, I guess. What's your, What's your dealio, Atticus? Why are you always drinking, you know? So I haven't had the time to interview any members of the extended family yet. So have you guys had a chance to speak to Isabella? Very briefly. Real quick. Derek, go ahead and give me a deception roll on that one. Okay. That's, that is a flat out lie you've told. Uh, uh-huh. And uh, one of the first times you've done that. <laughs> 17 19 a 19 okay uh what was that mm. okay. continue uh fair enough uh so you it's you're able to to get away with that very well um if you guys are interested in rolling uh insight checks uh you're welcome to give it a shot because he had to roll a deception check but if you find the lie convincing you're welcome to move on from it i would probably just believe you okay uh, we're co-workers why would you lie to me because we were introduced as our um, appropriate roles when we first went into the house, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Um, because of that, the fact that Atticus went off by himself and mm-hmm. the little bit with how he kind of tried to stash the paper earlier, Guy is going to roll. Okay. I got a nat 20. Nat 20. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna, so I don't, mean to be a, I don't mean to be a tool, mm. but you rolled that before he asked me to roll. The, no, I rolled at the same time because last time you lied, he asked us to roll perception checks. So mm. I just kind of like reactively. I saw that nat 20 and I was like, I'm going to fight that. <laughs> That's fine. Um, That's fine. I can re-roll. I, was, I didn't see what happened. Uh, I think they're they're not pointing any fingers. There's been a history of rolling and then saving a good roll. Mm-hmm. No, that's um, fine. So I, will, I, I can re-roll it. I will say, if you want to give that a re-roll, and if it's still in that 20, Derek, you are screwed. 
I got an unnatural 20. A natural 20? Okay, that does beat the 19 of your deception. Uh, and I think that's that's a very fair roll. <gasps> so also, that I also I'd just like to say no hard feelings. I hmm. completely understand. I had to catch myself because I was going to interrupt with you're lagging! No, I wasn't! I was no, gonna no. be like, uh, I'm okay, assuming you wanted to do a perception. I was like, shut the I, f One thing I recommend is Chill. going forward, uh, wait to roll until I've asked you to roll. Because there are things that you guys uh, have tried to roll for in the past that you haven't needed to. Mm -hmm. And if all of a sudden you say, hey, I got a three on this, if I wasn't going to ask you to roll, all that's of a sudden you're gonna fail. No, that's uh, fair. So it's I, something that can help you guys a lot. I am. Unf I'm just. I, I have a lot of dice, and I'm just mm. really excited so to use any given point. I'm sorry. And I rolled a speak. Hi. <laughs> so, Guy, you have been suspicious of Atticus. Uh, you've had little lingering uh, moments here and there uh, as you've been uh, maneuvering through the investigation where he seems to be a little withholding or perhaps intentionally shielding things. You did notice earlier uh, when he tried to hide a document and you get this overwhelming feeling that when he says he has not had a chance to uh, in, uh, interrogate any of the extended family, he, he seems to be uh, deceiving you here. You, you, get, you get the feeling that he's not being truthful. All right. Uh, so with that in mind, uh, Derek, please continue what you were saying. So have you guys had the chance to speak to Isabella? Sorry, I know you've spoken to Isabella, but did you get... With the new stage of the investigation that we're in, does anything she says gives us a new insight in to this investigation? She kind of just stormed off. And I don't really recall her saying anything significant rather than other than her, she is being surprised that we were able to get into her room through the passageway that apparently no one knew about despite living there for, I assume, a generation. No? I feel like they're a noble family, I would think. Maybe. No? Uh, it Generally, it gives they give the impression that they've uh, lived here for quite some time. Oh, okay. Uh, you, you haven't heard anyone particularly saying anything one way or the other, mm -hmm. uh, but generally they seem very comfortable. Oh, okay. So that's my insight. Should we just start investigating the family then? Or? The, the, nothing seems that it makes sense with this family. Time of death was late afternoon. What is that around? two, three. But roughly about. And then they didn't hear any yells until nine. So that's a lot of leeway for them to just, for him to be left alone. And there's no one, and everyone's kind of sticking to the same story, so I'm like, uh. Because my prevailing theory was that the Servant Forge had something to do with it. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure if the Servant Forge can mimic voices kind of help throw off the sense of the investigation, but there's mm -hmm. something fishy about the Servant Forge. Because, did you guys know, it's not made of gold. Oh. Hmm. It's painted gold. So there's another thing that they're cheaping out on. Which is why it gave me credence to... I got that information when I was alone, but... Did you guys get a feeling that we were brought here to be 
sort of pawns and it's someone's bigger grand plan. It very much feels like every single time we try to interact with any part of the family that they either kind of push it aside or they don't really acknowledge any of the information that we're actually like trying to like get from them. Um, they have a lot of security guards who are just kind of trying to shove us along and be like, yeah, we are due diligence. We don't know who murdered this person. I don't think the family wants us to solve this investigation. Well, are we getting paid? No, it's okay. I am. Yes, you've all been offered money. <laughs> no, I was like, if we're, if we're, this is your job. No, no, I was just like, <laughs> this oh, is my but, job. <laughs> the thing I was just like, oh, if they're trying to hide the thing, I'm like, is this gonna? I don't know. Never mind. Yeah. So, uh, I, this is, this can be in the recording. It, it might not be. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, the. Payment structure for the investigators is a small upfront fee, oh. and then if you solve the crime, you get paid a larger sum of money. Coolio, oh. going to art school. Mm. That's interesting, Atticus. Why would they hire a team, a full team of investigators, if they're hiding something? Mm. And then on top of that, they have to pay us. It could be that there are things being placed in front of us, red herrings, if you will, that they want us to find to come to the conclusions they want us to. We, you kind of already saw what we were managed to find in Isabella's room, and we didn't get to explore the full extent of the tunnels. But when you went off on your own, did you get a chance to speak to anyone? Yes, I was in the kitchen. Ah. With those two pink fellas, the swining? Yes. But before we get to that, I feel like I didn't hear your acknowledgement of the fact that I don't think we're here to solve the case. Because I was going to go into and explain that, yes, we are being paid, but maybe they purposely hired not the greatest investigators. Let me explain. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> oh, what a bird. I went to medical At- school. Atticus is implying you guys are the dumb stooges that they hired to not solve the crime. Atticus. Atticus. I, I wouldn't put yourself down like that. I no, mean, you've look, done a wonderful job talking use, to these people. Use me as an example. They've known me for my, theater, my acting work that hasn't taken off. They know that I okay. have... You can make it. They know that I've run with a terrible crowd and that I have vices that have to be paid for. They know that I'm currently trying to get my life back on track and trying to get on the good graces of my father. Why would you hire that to solve the murder of your beloved son? The heir. That seems odd. Especially when there's continuous roadblocks in front of us. And so... I apologize for bringing you guys out here, but I wanted to measure how good of investigators you guys were. I wasn't sure because this entire time we haven't had the chance to actually investigate without having someone just around us. Mm-hmm. So I can't really gauge how good you guys are on your own until now. Are we being set up for something is my fear. Are we being set up for murder? 
dun dun dun. Because no one knows about this murder outside the family. Everyone We're the that's only kinda... people that know outside of everyone in the estate. And everyone else is in the pockets. So. They already. Didn't they already? Hey, aside. Um, did they already publicize it as a suicide? No, uh, there's been no information given. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, at the moment, uh, they've just been hiding the fact that Antonio is dead. Ooh, uh, they so, told the city guards, but that doesn't mean they necessarily told everyone else. Right. Oh, yeah, they, okay, they've cool. told the guards uh, that his death was a suicide because they're very. They don't want the guards investigating. Um, they they don't want them to maybe tell the outside world. And they're very private, and they're afraid of looking weak in this current political climate. So they Fair. can't, uh, they don't want to risk anyone finding out that the heir of their family was murdered in their own home, and they have no idea what happened. That's fair. So, yeah, so outside of the city guards, no one even knows he's dead, uh, and they think it was a suicide. So you guys, and every, you were right that you three and everyone within inside the estate are the only one who knows a murder has taken place. And when I was in the kitchen, and now because you, I've told you that theory, I can now tell you about some of the pieces of evidence that I found. There's a knife block within the kitchen that is missing a substantial, that, that is missing a knife, and it's been replaced with a smaller knife, which I assume may be a murder weapon of some kind, mm -hmm. but it is not there. Go on. In regards to the family being broke, I've talked to the swinelands that run the kitchen. You know, they aren't treated as kindly as our friend, the butler. You know, they are paid significantly less. So this all gives credence to me coming to the conclusion that I don't know what's going on in this house. And I think we're going to require all of us to trust each other a bit more in order to get to that conclusion. Well, you already have my trust, so we're co-workers. And we're all supposed to be working together to solve a murder, so you already have my trust. What? What reason would we have not to trust each other? The silence is deafening. <laughs> uh, off in the distance, towards the entrance of the manor, uh, you can all see uh, Thomas stepping out and looking around for a moment and then spotting you in the distance and uh, waving over to you and gesturing for you to come towards the house. Mm -hmm. Um... Guy nods over to him and returns his wave and points very excitedly to Buddy, who he also does another wave for. And as mm. as the guy is waving, um, I'm going to have Atticus step up behind them and whisper into their ear, in this world of darkness, trust is one thing that I've never been able to give out to another. <laughs> and then Atticus is going to continue walking towards Thomas. So edgy. What's his story? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Very intense. 
Wow, you really are an actor with some some problems, man. <laughs> you really have that backstory down. Uh, Who's so that guy? Will the rest of you be joining Atticus and heading towards the mansion? Yeah. Um, yes, guy. Guy kind of looks at Buddy, and joins Atticus, and he makes a point to very tenderly. Put his arm around Atticus as they walk towards the house. Not in the gripping, threatening matter, but in a kind of amicable hey. Mm -hmm. There's no animosity here, buddy. Hey. Gotcha. We don't don't have to do this. And as the three of you head off, uh, Buddy will give one last nay uh, and kind of just sort of uh, lay down for a moment where you guys were standing. That's fair. You know, you don't right. you want me to tell us? Right, he's outside now. Uh, so uh, as the three of you uh, head towards the entrance, you can see that Thomas has already gone back inside and is waiting in the foyer for the three of you to enter. And as you do, uh, he'll take a moment and shut the doors behind you. Uh, thank you for returning. Um, Mr. Atticus, something very strange. Uh, one of the chefs uh, has been asking for you. Uh, apparently he says... You asked him to prepare something for you, and he has that ready. I'm not entirely sure what that would be. Uh, I know you, you weren't feeling well earlier if you've asked him for something for your stomach. Uh, if, if you have, that's uh, apparently ready and uh, waiting in the kitchen for you. I'm going to make knowing eye contact with Atticus and be like... And I'm just going to make... Sorry, it's, I made... Sorry, this is an audio podcast. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm going to make big eyes like... hmm. What do those eyes mean? It means you're going to eat something in the place where someone was murdered and no one knows who the murderer is? I did not get that. <laughs> that was not, okay, not what I thought That was, was not at all a knowing look. Sam, I'm going to need you to give me another performance check. Derek, go and roll me an insight check. I got you. And we're going to see what was conveyed with this knowing look. I just... You don't think it's suspicious? You just eat anybody's food? Yeah. You were raised by really strict Caribbean parents? Yeah, it's ten. <laughs> you got a ten? What's yeah. your performance check, Sam? I got a nine. Okay. Uh, Karma, as best as she can, is trying to give that look. The look saying you're really going to eat something in the house for somebody who's murdered and you don't know what killed them. Uh, and you're having a little bit of trouble with it. Uh, Atticus, you can see Karma making a strange face at you. Uh, and to the best of your knowledge, it looks like she might need to fart. And you're very confused why, why she's chosen to make eye contact you with you. That? I hate toilet humor. Uh, I, I'm, well, you rolled a nine. What do you want me to say? That's what you rolled. That's what you're conveying right now. Uh, so, Atticus, you're getting the sense that for some reason she's feeling this and she's chosen to make eye contact with you about it. Uh, do with that information what you will. And then Atticus is going to send the a, a face that conveys, well, I know your stomach is hurting, but potentially you could get something from the kitchen. <laughs> Alright, go ahead and roll me a performance check. So it's a, it's and, like, so it's a, and then a. And Sam, give me an insight check. 20. Uh, is that a nat 20 or not natural? A natural 20. Okay. okay. So, Atticus, your, your years of experience acting have allowed you to mold your face into such specific intonations <laughs> that you make it very clear that this is what you are saying and trying to convey. 
Uh, Carmen, what was your insight? Insight. Okay, so that is a 19. 19. <laughs> Karma, uh, again, you have all of this acting knowledge and experience. You are able to read the tells he's giving off, and you perfectly understand the look that he's trying to give you. Okay. <laughs> so, can I, can I make a face where it's just like... At, at this point, Thomas is leading the three of you towards the kitchen, uh, followed shortly by one of the guards. Well, there goes that. Okay. Um. Uh, and as the three of you make it towards the kitchen, uh, Thomas will uh, simply head off back to the foyer, leaving a guard uh, outside watching the three of you, uh, but allowing you to be in the kitchen with staff members uh, without him right over your shoulder. He'll just be kind of watching you from a bit of a distance. Mm -hmm. Oh, Atticus, it's good to see you. And Oscar will step forward and kind of motion for you to head towards him. Uh, I will do that. I got a, uh, this uh, thing that you asked for. You, uh, you wanted something. And then he'll, he'll lean in even closer. I got some information. Real juicy stuff. Oh, thanks, boss. Uh, whatever can I give to you for this information? And our school stick his hand out. Uh, could use uh, could use some payment in the form of gold. And I'll kind of wiggle his fingers a little bit while he waits for you to to reach for your coin. I like have like one gold left. <laughs> <laughs> and you can see Jaster. Uh, he's in the middle of preparing uh, some dinner for the family, but he's he's every uh, now and again giving a quick glance towards the two of you and mumbling a little bit. I'll let you just pay pocket him and then just take the gold and just keep giving him the same gold. Probably shouldn't have used gold. Yeah. Uh, a tactic. You, uh, you got something for me? For this information? It's pretty juicy. Could be useful. Just like the family. <laughs> Broke. <laughs> Give him one gold. Give him one gold. And he'll, he'll, uh, pocket it and attempt to very sneakily put it away but in a manner that is ridiculously obvious. And you can hear uh, Jaster off in the distance and chopping the vegetables a little bit harder. Uh, as Oscar looks back towards you. All right. Now, you didn't hear this from me, all right? But word around the house is there's some kind of secret corridor going from Antonio's room to other places in the house. Could be useful. <laughs> For someone who was doing a murder. But you didn't hear that from me. <laughs> I can't believe you. Mr. I don't trust and ask for the information before giving the gold. <laughs> and at that, Oscar will give you a bit of a nod and a wink and head back toward his duties. Hope that's what you needed. Uh, if you'll excuse me, I've got my regular at uh, duties to do. And he'll return to preparing food. <laughs> Derek, your face right now is just... You seem, it's so animated. You, you seem very defeated, almost. So how much was that upfront payment? <laughs> so Atticus is going to take a step out of the room really quickly. He's, he's just going to wait outside the room. He's not leaving the... Like, mm. I'm just going to take a step You need out. to take a moment. Yeah. Uh... Guy notices Atticus leave and 
approaches the swinin. Hey Hello. there. Hey there, uh, fellas. Uh, what's up? How are y'all doing this afternoon? Um, I'm doing pretty good, actually. Pretty nice. Uh, Jaster in the other side of the room. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, not, not, you know, amazing, I guess. You know, could Aww. be could be doing better. As he looks over towards Oscar. Ah, uh, I'm quite sorry about that. Uh, I just wanted to compliment y'all on your cooking. It smells lovely in here. How, how long have y'all been doing this? No, thanks. But, uh, I guess 40 minutes working on this. It's a long dish. Huh. A lot of prepare. You know, it's chopping. He's chopping stuff. And that's the, you know, that's kind of grunt work, I guess. That's not super important. What I'm doing is seasoning, and that's really important. It's a very, it's the hardest part, probably, is the seasoning. Y'all make some delicious and tasty together. Why, cooking is, especially when you get to cook with someone else, that's bonding. I haven't been, I haven't gotten a chance to do that in years. Y'all are quite lucky. Oh, thank, thanks. You know, it's, it's, we, you know, it's nice to be appreciated, I guess. Thank you for that. It's, that sounds nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, we, you know, it's nice that you appreciate my cooking and the way I, I do, I lead the kitchen, the way I do things, and how he kind of just does what I tell him to. All right, well, you know, I, I'm, I have my own ideas. Well, not, not really your own ideas. You kind of just do what I, you know, I'm the head chef. You're the, the side, not even barely a chef. You're a cook, and you, you do what I ask you to, and you, you do it all right, I guess. Diablo? And you make you don't ruin my food, so thanks. That takes a lot. Why I met some people who aren't that good at taking direction. I saw a kitchen in flames once. <laughs> no, this kitchen. We never had this kitchen on flames. See, ne- nope, never caught on fire. Mighty impressive of both of you. Now, do you guys have a passion for cooking? I'm going somewhere with this. I promise. I promise. <laughs> uh, I guess I you know I, uh, I'm good at it, and so I do it, and then, um. They pay me for doing it. So, you know, there's that. Nice, nice. And uh, he, he points to Jasker. It's you as well? Yeah, no, I, I get paid to do this. It's, All right. you know, we, we show up and then we'll make the food. And then um, after that, then they'll give us money for it. And that's, you know, that's pretty cool. It's mighty fine y'all found something like that. No. Is that all you do here? Do they allow you to walk the grounds, enjoy the scenery? What? Uh walk the grounds why uh, why no. would i why would i do that i, I don't like I don't, I don't want to just walk around i'd rather just like go home if i'm not cooking oh and then do other stuff you know uh i don't really walk around that's that's weird do you it, do you do that do you walk around the house sometimes yeah mighty often in fact i well my buddy buddy does most of the walking i don't know if you've seen him he's a horse one of my best friends and when you say no the two of them will shake their heads uh kind of almost in unison that's weird yeah no that's weird that's that's strange that you do that that's kind of weird if i'm honest you know what different strokes i i just noticed your footwear but he points to jasker those seem very airy i understand you walk not walking that far but your boots are quite muddy i'm it seems like y'all might have to come a long way. Right. Uh, what? I don't know. Uh, no, it's just like mud and stuff, you know, on my boots. I don't know. From? From like mud, I guess. But do, do you, do they have quarters for you here? Or did you guys have to travel? No, we don't, we don't live here. We, uh, we live somewhere else and then we come here to work. You know, I, yeah, I, you know, I live somewhere else and, you know, I was walking here and it was, it, uh, was muddy mm-hmm. when I was coming here. So, you know. It seems like that. Thomas would take care of that for you. What, where'd the mud come from? Oscar. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he pulled it up. Uh, 
and he'll look down towards his boot. And I was like, but it comes from like mud and stuff, like the ground, I guess. You know, mud comes from the ground, and then my boots touch the ground, and mud gets on the boots. Things are adding up. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, so you guys don't get to go anywhere around here. Oh, oh, what, 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 what is this? What's happening right now? Uh, what do you, what, why do you? We're cooking food, and it smells lovely. You, Thank you. I appreciate you saying that. And all right, yeah. Well, you know, she said it to me, but all right. Thanks. Both of y'all. It's well. I don't want to take up too much of your time. I just. I was just curious about the going-ons and the workings around here. Look, you know, all right, maybe I'm not, like, a fancy, you know, like, rich guy. And I, you know, maybe I don't, like, clean my boots all the time, okay? I'm sorry, you know, that, like, my boots have mud on them, you know? And, like, it's... I, I, I'm I, sorry if I offend you with my muddy boots. Oh, but, no. you know, we're not... I'm, you know, the boots. They have mud on them, so... I, I was just letting that's, you know. That's it, boots. It, it looks like a fine establishment. You seem to keep it clean and in order here. You both work very hard. I just thought I'd point it out. I was. Uh, All right. Well, I'm glad we. I'm glad we settled that. I'm glad we talked. Would about you the like boots. me to take care uh, of that for you? And Atticus. I got you. Atticus walks back in the room as um, Guy is bothering Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that that's not exactly what he's doing. Um, how? And he, he he asked them both a question. How long have you guys been working here? Um, I don't know, it's been maybe, like, four hours today, probably. Yeah, I guess, you know, it not 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 a super long day today, I guess, that we've been working. You know, it's not too bad. Yeah, maybe, like, I guess, like, four hours, I'd say, roughly. Just guessing. What time did you get here today? Oh, you said four hours, sorry. Yeah, about, yeah, so, like, four hours ago. So, how long have you worked for this family, like, year-wise? Year-wise, um, we, uh... We were, um, year. Some? Yeah, I'd say some. I'd say, yeah, I think that's right. I think some years probably would be the amount. Like five years? Ten years? Yeah. Like, like five. Ten, you, you, what'd you say? You said, here? you said, like five, ten? That's about, I think that's about, yeah, I think five, ten was about it. That's what it was. The way, what, you, what was the thing you said? What'd you say? The amount of years? What, what was that? Five to ten years. Five to ten, yeah, five to ten years, I'd say. Yeah, that's... Yeah, I think it's like five to ten years. That's about That's about what I would say, too, probably. <laughs> that's my guess. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, you... Uh, do you... And uh, Jaster will stick his hand out for a minute. <laughs> was, that, was that helpful to you? Did that... Was that... Did you learn anything from that? I'm gonna, I'm gonna just reach out my hand and I'm just gonna give him a big old high five. Like, yeah, man, you did good. <laughs> and, and Jaster will, will, will hold his hand up for one second longer and just go, yeah, okay, all right, and then he'll get back to his work. I have a question. Yeah. I think Derek asked that, and I'm just double checking. I think mm-hmm. Derek asked that last time, and they said like a year, two years. Mm-hmm. No, okay, cool. No, but, no. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just I, double. It, yeah, like I said, I was up. just double checking. Yeah, so thank you for bringing that up. Uh, Derek has asked them this question before, and their answer notes. was a little bit different. Yeah, it was um, okay. Cool, so this cool. was this is something that's uh, happening with them. 
Nice. Purpose. That's why I was checking. Can yeah. Oh, sorry. Same um, page. As they're still cooking, I'm going to go to that knife rack. Mm. Uh, there, so there's a knife rack in the room that I would like to investigate again. Sure. You can see in the back that there is a, a knife rack, you know, uh, sitting aside from where they're doing. Uh, Jaster uh, has one of them in his hands at the moment while he's uh, cutting fruits and vegetables. Uh, so you can see one missing. Um, go ahead and roll me just general perception check. Okay. That'll be useful for this. Um, a natural 20. A natural 20? Okay. So as you mentioned earlier, you guys saw that there was, uh, when you were in the kitchen before, you saw there was a discrepancy with some of the knives. One of them looked a little bit smaller. And as you're in here and closer, you can see that aside from the, the missing knife that Jaster is holding to cut the fruits and vegetables, you can see there's a knife that doesn't quite fit the pattern of the others that is noticeably smaller and is a bit too small for the block that it's in, the section of the block that it's in. Could I, um, like, use my shirt or some type of, like, napkin or something to grab that knife in order for I won't get my fingerprints on it? Sure. Uh, do you, are you trying to do this stealthily, or are you just trying to uh, keep your hand away from the handle of the blade? Both. Both? Okay, go ahead and roll me a sleight of hand check. Thirteen. Thirteen? Okay. Um, so the guard in the back of the room, you can tell the way he's standing, can clearly see what you're doing uh, as you're doing this. However, Oscar and Jaster are a bit preoccupied uh, with their tasks, so they aren't even really seeing what you're doing mm -hmm. um, as you're reaching for that. So you're able to grab it a little stealthily. Okay. Um, can I examine it? Or... Mm. Uh, I would say at that point, then uh, it's going to be pretty obvious that you've taken it. So if you want to give up the stealth factor of that, you can just examine it right now. Uh, otherwise, you'd have to examine it somewhere else. They would notice if you were just standing around in the kitchen looking at one of the knives. Okay. Um, I'm going to try to pocket that then. Okay. Um, go ahead and give me another sleight of hand check. Because the stealth was a little low, uh, you're going to need to do this in a different action. You weren't able to quite get it all the way to your pocket. You were able to just kind of hold it in front of you. Ten. Ten? Okay. Let me go ahead and roll some <laughs> checks here. It's a little low, so you know. I, I kind of hate these giant dice. Sometimes it just, it just, it just stops. Mm. Yeah, it, it, the giant dice can be a little tough to work with roll in that it environment. Higher. Uh, are you trying to hide it from everyone or just from particular people? Um, just... Oscar and Jasker. Okay, so then Guy and Karma, you can clearly see what he's mm -hmm. doing. Uh, based on the way he's he's positioning his body, he's only keeping uh, the knife away from the two of them. So it's very clear to the two of you that he's pocketing it and that he's not trying to be hidden from you. I have a question. Since I see that, could I further, like, kind of distract... <laughs> Oscar and Jasker then? Sure, yeah, yeah. You can he uh -huh. had you could see him try and stealthily take the knife block and that worked. Mm -hmm. So you can try and distract them while he's trying to pocket it. Divide uh, and conquer. How are you how are you distracting them? I was gonna ask if they had hey, Oscar and Jasker, um, I'm a medical examiner. Do you have any injuries, any bruises, any hold? Uh, before you get into that, uh, mm -hmm. do you wanna move to a side of the room opposite of yes. Atticus? Okay. So I assume uh, I haven't I went, the, the, the layout wasn't exactly clear. You're all kind of in the entranceway. So I just want to make clear that you guys are walking to the other side of the room. That is true. Uh, and you can ask them that. Um, go ahead and roll me just a straight charisma check. Nice. 
Come on, charisma, baby. Oh, thank God. I got a, a natural 20. A natural 20? Okay. Uh, that's good. Uh, so as you start asking the questions, you know, do they have any bruises or that kind of stuff, the two of them will look over towards you mm -hmm. uh, and kind of wait for you to, to finish asking your question and really take it in. And while this is happening, Atticus, you are able to successfully pocket the knife uh, out of view of Oscar and Jaster. And Oscar will begin uh, kind of responding to you. Yeah, well, if you look on my shoulder over here, um, there was just one time where um, there, a fire uh, it got me a little, and uh, not in the kitchen. It was a different fire, and my shoulder's a little burned, and that sometimes hurts. Uh, so I have that injury. And Jaster will pipe up. You know, I on one of my uh, left arms, I have uh, uh, fire burns and marks, and also, also not from a kitchen fire. It was a different kind of fire. It was some other fire that got my arm and I have a bit of a burn on my arm there and he'll point to a section of his arm where you can see a burn huh. <laughs> ew and, not yeah, this that is, bad if you want to take a look it is the skin is uh, damaged from fire but uh, not a kitchen fire it was a different fire some other kind of fire that hurt my arm that's fair just uh, just look in some salt water it'll be fine it'll heal in a few days this this was like years ago. This, oh, this, years this ago? was a long time ago. This was when I was young. Sorry, I didn't realize it was a scar. I thought you this... just recently got burned by a <laughs> You thought he just burned his hand. I thought that was like, oh yeah, like last week. If no, it's a scar. It, it's clearly scarred over. It's cool. Well, you know the, the you know people like scars. I feel like it tells a cool story. Particularly not that one. I fleshed that one out a little bit. You know, to stretch, really yeah. stretch out the climax, maybe. Yeah. That, no, that's, that's what I was saying. The story is uh, there's not enough flesh. You gotta you gotta put flesh in the story now that's yeah obvi obviously yeah you gotta it uh so i burned my arm and there was flesh and that's uh, yeah totally I, I get that totally yeah so since you guys that's were cooking um what are you guys cooking today or you know three days ago you know <laughs> do you also just kind of take the get off your shoulder a little bit <laughs> well no i I'll, sure we'll show some skin <laughs> will it help Okay. Uh, give, give me another charisma check okay. uh, as you're doing this here. Please, I can't falter on this. I can't strike it. Ah! I got six. Yeah, six. Okay. Uh, Oscar and Jester will look at you over for a moment as you kind of try and uh, uncover your shoulder a little bit. Oh, oh yeah, I know. I, I see. You got burned on the shoulder too. I see that. Yeah, totally. That's uh, similar stories. That's we get. I get that. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, when he said it, I also, I was just about to say, I see it too, that there is burns on the shoulder. That's very similar to what we said. That's cool. That's good for you to, to know that. So what are you guys, what are you guys making? <laughs> so did you get in the Do you so, ask it like that? So uh, what's cooking? Good looking? And I, can I roll another? Which, but which one are you saying it to? Because you already know this is very important. Are you? We're going to say it's a jaster. It's a jaster? Okay. Go ahead and roll me one more charisma check at disadvantage. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dang. What oh, you got? I got a 12. A 12? Okay, that's not. That's better than last time. Um, Jaster will kind of uh, be flummoxed for a second. I um, We're cooking food. Uh, it's for eating. Um, it's a stew. That's what we're making. It's a stew. Yeah, all right. Well, uh, you know, that's what you're here when you ask him. You know, the lead side, not a chef. Uh, we're cooking a rabbit stew, and 
other vegetables in it. Well, rabbit vegetable stew that is seasoned. So that's what we're making. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, what do you use to make that? Rabbit <laughs> and seasonings. And then some vegetables. He's chopping up some uh, celery. And that goes in it with the, the rabbit for the rabbit stew. That's nice. what we put in it. Um, hypothetically, if you're going to make someone, is there any kind of <laughs> stew or any kind of food that's like, if I was really sleepy, you know, if I was, <laughs> if I was like, okay. if I was about to get murdered, what would yeah, you make I, me? I almost thought you were going to say, if you're going to poison someone, what would you put in it? Uh, so, so what do they have? You them, Arsenic? What, what would they make for someone who's sleepy? What would you make if I wanted to be sleepy? <laughs> what would they make if you wanted to be sleepy? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go through all the poisons. I'm going for um, some melatonin or something, and then we're going to go down the list, I guess. Uh, if you want to be sleepy. If I want to uh, go to bed. <laughs> I, uh, you'd have a pillow. Yes, yeah, pill- you'd use pillow. That's what I was, I, yeah, I think pillow is... <laughs> If you're sleepy, um, you you grab a pillow. That's what I was thinking too. At the same time. Thanks. You're I'm welcome. gonna. Yeah. No. Yeah. You. You. It's. We, we got you. We. We will help. We help you with that. So you're welcome. No worries. Well, I've got all my curiosities out of the way, so I'm gonna <laughs> mosey on out and get out of your hair. Okay. Uh, and uh, as you say that, the two of them will kind of. For a moment, check their hair uh, in, in confusion as they reach up. <laughs> and do you head out of the kitchen? I'm gonna, I'm gonna head out. Of the kitchen. Okay, Atticus and Guy, do you plan to stick around or no, you I also well? head out of the kitchen? I think uh, I, this is going there, on too long. There were just like two quick things I wanted to check before we left. Mm. Sort of, um, really close to the set of knives that Atticus went ahead and grabbed, there's Mm. also what looks to be kind of a barrel full of scraps kind of just tucked into the corner. Yeah. While while Karma was doing whatever she was doing. Mm. Yeah, so while while Karma was distracting Oscar and Jaster, you will have time and it's kind of, this was concurrent. So while that was going on, you can be doing this and they're fully distracted. Uh, this is a, a very strange conversation. They're completely invested, uh, so you'll you'll be able to this, kind of this maneuver. Very high stakes. <laughs> uh, and what did you? So there's a barrel of scraps and kind of like waste food, uh, almost sort of like a trash can kind of thing for a kitchen. Yeah. Uh, and you wanted to look over there. Yeah, just kind of check around that area, sort of see if there's any clues. If okay. You, if you would. Uh, go ahead and give me a general perception check. Bah. I got an. 20. 20? Okay. So while you're in that area uh, and you have a little bit more leeway to really kind of dig into stuff because the chefs are distracted, uh, are you trying to do this stealthily or are you just looking? Um, they're distracted already, mm. so I'm not... It, this is also for the guard. Oh, for the so guard. So the two of them were really in clear sight of him. I don't really care sees me. Okay, so you're not trying to be stealthy? No. Okay, so you're just checking the scraps. Oh, also uh, that was an unnatural 20. Sorry. No, that's fair. Uh, that's good to know. Um, so as you're checking through this, you can see that there is a, a scrap of paper uh, towards the bottom of the barrel. Uh, and upon seeing this, you can see in the barrel itself, there are a few other uh, scraps of paper in there uh, that you would be able to kind of pick up and examine further if you wanted to. Can I pick them up and then just pocket them? Yeah, absolutely. Do- uh, go ahead and roll me an investigation check as you're looking through the barrel. 
investigation. Uh, actually, go ahead and roll this with advantage because oh. you you spotted the note and you're actively looking and you do have that little bit of leeway to, you're not trying to be stealthy, you're just looking. So it's gonna be a lot easier for you to kind of try and parse through the, the junk food in there. Thank you so much because that was about to be like a six mm. and it is now turned into a 16. That makes sense. Yeah, it, this is, it's okay. pretty easy for you to sort I'm through so this. Sorry. 18? 18, yeah. So again, it's something where you're able to kind of lift through things and look, you're not bothering trying to hide it. So it's just a matter of really parsing through it and, and actually just getting what's in there. Uh, so you're able to go through, you're confident that you got everything in there. It doesn't look like there's any other pieces of, uh, note or paper that's left over. It's just the food now. Yay. And you're able to pocket all of those. Last thing on the way out, is there anything that they already cooked that I can like steal a snack off of? Like just. <laughs> there's nothing completed yet. Uh, right now the food is just in progress. Um, you can tell that the rabbit is cooking. Uh, it's still, you know, being heated up. Uh, the vegetables are being uh, cut, but they haven't yet been sort of sautéed or seasoned. So the, the food's very much a work in progress right now. Yeah, just take some silverware. No side dishes or anything? Dang. <laughs> no bread? Fresh? Is the bread fresh? Did they make it here or did they buy it? They buy the bread. Oh, and they it's buy the bread. for their dinner. So yeah. they got Notice. bread money. Okay. So they got specific I'll, I'll explain the significance on the way out. Mm-hmm. All right, we're peace. All right, so the three of you are going to be leaving the kitchen? Yeah. Okay. And uh, do you have an idea of where to head next? Um, or do you just want to hang in the hallway for a moment? Can we... All collectively hide in the bathroom. <laughs> sure. Um, can Sidebar? we one at a time enter the same bathroom very stealthily? <laughs> uh, yeah, I actually saw something really interesting in here, so... Do you mind if I show you guys? Uh, just a quick question. Are you genuinely asking if you can all go to the same bathroom? Or I'm kind of curious. You're curious? Okay. You can ask uh, Thomas if you'd like to go to the bathroom. Um, but I, I can warn you ahead of time. The idea that the three of you collectively want to go to the bathroom is going to seem strange. Okay. Okay. I think I can spin it. It's a cultural okay. thing. Okay. Uh, so Thomas is, you saw Thomas head back into the foyer. So you can all head over there to speak to him again okay. if you'd like. God. Guys, I have a plan. Huh? And then I'm going to slump over both of them. And guy catches him? I also catch him? Follow my lead. And then we're going to go see Thomas. All right, and you head off to the foyer. And that's where we're going to end the episode for today. 